On today's Locked On Bama, everybody, today we're going to talk about uh, the the Athlon has come out with their preseason All-SEC teams, all four of them. That seems like a lot, but we're going to talk about that. We're also going to keep talking about recruiting as this week is absolutely huge for the University of Alabama, and we got a lot of big names that are coming into Tuscaloosa. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Good, good. Talking about those uh, summer magazines today. It's uh, special. It's more special to me than most. You know, I'm such a traditionalist. I'm such a, I want to hold that magazine in my hand. And every time I see somebody online take a shot at the magazines and go, you know, those are dinosaurs. I mean, just read the internet. It's got more updated information. I know I work for a site that updates the information about the team and recruiting every day, but I still want to hold that magazine in my hand. And really, I don't get Look, I don't get Athlons or Lindy's to read about Alabama. That's right. I know, I know Alabama. And I think everybody listening to this show knows Alabama well enough to where, oh, I can't wait to learn about my team. No, I, I get Athlons and Lindy's to learn about the other teams. I spend so much of my time on Alabama every now and then I'm like, oh shit, who's uh who's gonna play linebacker at Ole Miss? And and, and the answer is mostly in that magazine. No, that's absolutely right. We want to thank everybody for making Locked on Bama the first place you listen when it comes to Alabama podcast. And, Jimmy, I mean, as you were talking, you were like, when I get that magazine in my hand, something I feel something special. It, it's like getting an Athlons at age 49 is the equivalent of 14-year-old Luke getting a Playboy. <laughs> that's, there has to be a better way to put that, but it's kind of true. Um, I want to talk first about uh, Athlons. They came out with their all-SEC teams. And for some reason, I mean, I don't know why. Um, I know Phil still does this too. Why these magazines feel compelled, uh, unless they are uh, a part of the everybody gets a trophy community, to to make four all SEC teams. Frankly, I, I think that's that's just a little nutty. I mean, first of all, when you get to the fourth team, and the the fourth team, um, the the running back is Rocket Sanders of Arkansas and Jabari Small of Tennessee. Those are two of the guys that I'm buying flans to find out about. I don't know who, I didn't know who they were. Um, and so I, I feel like we're just, it's like throw everybody a bone here and get everybody involved one way or the other. Um, but it, it is kind of funny. Alabama's got 18 guys on the, uh, among the four all yeah. SEC teams, which is a ridiculous number. If they just did a fifth team, we'd have got all 22 of our guys, right? I mean, why not do a fifth team and get all 22 of the Alabama guys? Uh, now, the fourth team is absolutely ridiculous, and frankly, the third team is ridiculous. There should only be a first and a second team if we're real, if we're really serious about football. But I get it. Uh, I'm in the uh, media business, and I suppose when you have four teams, that's a way of including everybody. And now you've got players from every team. And now you've made every fan base a little happy. If you just did the first and second team, it's basically going to be a collection of Alabama and Georgia players. And it's going to piss off everybody else. 
So I guess you do four teams to include everyone, but it is very participation trophy-ish. And uh, I, I only really uh, am going to pay attention to the first two teams. Now, although I, I've looked at those teams, and the fact of the matter is there are Alabama guys on the third and fourth team, you could legitimately make a case that should be on the second team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, postseason, right, AP and coaches as a first team and a second team. So that, that that's what all this should be football-wise, yeah. first and team, second team. You know, one thing that stood out to me just, you know, there's probably no reason to break down these teams very much. Um, but Alabama has Emil Okior, uh, Ekior on the um, on the offensive line on the first team. And that, that's great. I mean, hey, we got our first-team offensive lineman. Now, we usually have more than that, but we have one. Okay. So, then there's not offensive lineman on the second team. There's not an offensive lineman on the third team. There's one more offensive lineman on the fourth team, and that's Javion Cohen. So, of all the positions, the, the you know, 18 out of 22, or I guess you could call it 24 if you're going to include a – or 25 if you're going to include all-purpose kicker, punter, whatever – um, to the the most glaring omissions are going to be our offensive line, and that scares me in the sense that, okay, that's the really important position. If we only had just a, if we were missing a few linebackers, I'd be okay. But most of our linebackers are there. Most of our defensive backs are there. Most you know, um, I, I just find that a little bit odd. Not I think, odd. Uh, I mean, you, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not looking at that. I mean, I'm not looking at it right now, so I can't look at it and say, hey, you should take this Arkansas guy off, take this South Carolina guy off, and put in this Alabama guy. You know, that would be the most accurate way to do it. But I will say that uh, it's fair if Tyler Steen, I, I think, would be a legitimate candidate to be on the second team. Uh, and that's not being biased at Alabama. I say if he – had stayed at Vanderbilt, I would be saying the same thing. Uh, I think he's a legitimate candidate to be on the second team. And uh, I think that uh, uh, Javion Cohen would be a legitimate candidate to be on the second team. And while I get not including J.C. Latham because he's never started a game and, and I'd be uncomfortable uh, putting anybody first through fourth team on for kids who have yet to start. But I do think there's a chance that in the postseason – Latham will play his way on to some postseason all-star teams, I think is realistic. But in terms of who should be on the list, I mean, in terms of how good a player they are, I would go Ekior first team, Cohen second team, Steen third team. I, I think that's very fair. Okay. I, I, I mean, I hear you. I guess, again, it's hard for me to, to say, hey, y'all can't give out all these participation trophies and then throw – J.C. Latham or Tyler Steen on there when we just don't know uh, how either one of them is going to do in the Alabama system. But Jimmy, need to go ahead uh, now and tell everybody about Bet Online. Bet Online, y'all know I love it. You love it. We all love it. Bet Online's the best. It's just the absolute best. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including the NBA championships, the NHL hockey championships, Major League Baseball, and of course all the fighting news from MMA and UFC, and also NFL and college football futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online is where the game starts. Also, Jimmy, uh, need to let everybody know that uh, you, you can go take our listener survey. 
uh, it's, it's a favor. We're asking you to go take it. We put together this survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards to take our audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. Yeah, I'm not, I'm right, not Jimmy. looking forward to reading. A, I'm not looking forward to reading a lot of the uh, comment cards. It's going to be a lot of yeah, that guy that reads the ads is funny. Why is the other guy so grumpy all the time? <laughs> I was thinking it's going to be the other way. The, the guy with the gray hair sure knows what he's talking about. Why do you need the other guy? <laughs> I think they're both right, Jimmy. We're both right. I did. A, um, uh, I did a ask. They, they came up, these the, the smart guys at On3, that's everyone <laughs> but me, came up with this great idea to be on all the message boards, to, to have the expert on the message board, have an ask. You know, so it's like a, a thread. You can always ask the expert, always. That's open all the time. So so I, so they taught me into doing it, and today I wrote it, and it's called Ask Jimmy. So it's like anybody on the message board can ask me a question about the team or recruiting or anything that's going on. And then I, I had to write the, the, the preview piece for it, right? So I'm like, ask Jimmy anything. Ask Jimmy about, and then I wrote the whole thing, and then I realized I ended it with, Oh, and also ask Jimmy why he's referring to himself in the third person. No one told him to do this. No one said it was the right thing to do. No one provided a template. It's just that Jimmy feels, obviously, like if we're going to do an Ask Jimmy thing, he needs to refer to himself in the third person like he's insane. So uh, I doubt it's very popular. Jimmy's getting inquisitive. Um, all right. Uh, Jimmy, uh, I want to go through some uh, high school recruiting news. Uh, visitors expecting in today, which is Wednesday, as you're listening, I think. Um, Kelby Collins, Olson, Pat Henry. Uh, this is a tight end. Everybody knows Kelby Collins, rivals 100 guys, so I didn't really go in him. Raymond Polito, uh, Wardell Mack, Jaden Spearman, Anquan Fagans, who's a top 2025 guy, also the brother of Michael Fagans, who is signing with Alabama, and Trayvon Fagans. Trayvon Fagans. Did I say Michael Fagans? Yeah, I said, said Michael Fagans. That's a, that's a 1996 guy somewhere yeah, in there. That's a, that's a legit that's a legit screw up. It is. My bad. Oh, and it's it's cool. And did you know, I'm not able to spit the name out because we're not offering the kid as of now, but literally the Michael Fagans that you're talking about, he's got a kid in the 23 class that's being recruited by a lot of schools. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, that, was, I, that was more I, of a relevant a, screw up than you knew. It is. And it's also, I mean, my age group probably is more familiar with the Michael Fagans than so. <laughs> um, and then there's also Colin Simmons, the 2024 five-star defensive end and number one overall player in the country from Duncanville in Texas. will visit Alabama at some point this week. Um, they don't know which day yet. I'll say they, meaning the recruiting experts, including yourself. Um, and then there are other visitors expected this weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go down all of them because I want to save some of them for the next segment. But uh, Francis Moigawa, is that how we say that? Hey, I liked how you did that. I, I, I don't know exactly, but that, that was as close to accurate, I'm sure, as anything else. Uh, Caden Proctor, Anthony Hill, and Arch Manning. Um, and I'll save the rest for the next segment. But uh, 
Jimmy, is there any reason I asked John Garcia about this in the in the previous podcast? Any reason that to think Alabama should get a commitment this weekend? He said it wouldn't shock him, but he didn't throw out any potential names. Do you have any? I have a couple of names, but uh, I want people to understand I'm not predicting a commitment because I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying these kids are going to commit. I'm just saying if Alabama does get a commitment, uh, I would put Olas Allenin at the top of the list, the uh, tackle from Connecticut, uh, uh, well, the tackle from Finland by way of Connecticut. Uh, he is making an official this weekend. I believe he's leaning to Alabama. So he's a guy to, to, to watch. But I, I don't believe, even if the visit goes great, I think he's still going to give Ohio State a, a shot, you know, later this month. Uh, Raul Aguirre from uh, from Georgia is an interesting name. We haven't talked about that kid a whole lot on, on our show. And frankly, he's not talked about a lot, even though he's pretty highly ranked. And here's another Alabama-Ohio State battle, even though the kid's from Georgia. He currently doesn't hold a Georgia offer, so it's thought to be Alabama, maybe Ohio State. Raul also plays that off-ball linebacker position uh, where we're struggling to find kids good enough. Uh, It's not a good year nationally uh, at that position. Uh, I I think Raul Aguirre and Olas Allenin would be two kids that I would put on a class projection of guys that I think are going to end up at Alabama, but uh, I'm not aware of any information nor any uh, inkling that they're actually going to commit Sunday. But uh, hey, if you, if you if you if you have commitment fever, if you're on if you're on commitment watch, uh, I would put those two at the top of the list. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of these others that will be in this weekend. Also, want to tell everybody about Locked On NBA Big Board. I mean, this is a great podcast. When you're not listening to us, you should go listen to this. If you love the NBA, you make it Locked On podcast to listen to of the day. Uh, great host. They give all the fans in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, the big boards in the NBA. The draft's coming up. Follow the NBA Big Board every day on the Audacity app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Right? We'll be back in a second. All right, Jimmy, so some more visitors that will be coming in um, this weekend, it looks like. And and here's where things get interesting. Eli Holstein should be in, along with Arch Manning, I mentioned. So you got the the two dudes Alabama had focused on in in quarterback recruiting. One of them committed, one of them uncommitted, but still considering Alabama. You mentioned uh, Raul Aguirre. Was it Aguirre or Aguirre? I've been saying Aguirre. But uh, I don't know. But uh, I've been okay. going Aguirre, and uh, I guess I should always ask Hastings because he, you know, he's the one who literally talks to the kids, so I assume he knows. <laughs> but uh, I go Aguirre uh, for him right now. And then you mentioned Olus Allenin, and uh, then there's also Wilkin Formby, who is from Tuscaloosa. Um, right. He has decided not to visit Auburn, by the way. And instead, he is going to official Alabama, which I thought was interesting. Right. He's from Tuscaloosa. And then also Richard Young will be in. So huge monster, one of the biggest weekends um, in the last few years, if you ask me. I hate when people say, you know, it's one of the blank in a long, long time, because usually that's yeah. not right. But I do right. think this is one of the bigger weekends, at least of the summer, that I can remember. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably end up proving to be the biggest weekend of the year in terms of the quality and quantity of guys. I mean, maybe you bring in more kids than that some other weekend. Maybe you have fewer, but they're all big, big names. But I think in terms of quality and quantity, this is probably your biggest weekend of the year. Um, 
you like having them all there at once because what you're hoping is Eli Holstein and, and Richard Young is very likely to commit to Alabama at some point. You hope that they're recruiting the other five stars to, to join the group. Uh, so that's why you like bringing them all in at once. Uh, basically, what I would say is, you know, some weekends you might bring in a guy or two that you're not even sure Alabama's going to take, that Alabama's still making a decision on about whether this kid's a take or not. It looks this weekend, Luke, like uh, they're all take. They're, they're, they're bringing in nothing but takes this weekend. These are all guys that they want, uh, and, and then we'll see what happens. Again, I, I, I'm not projecting any immediate commitments, but, but, but commitments also wouldn't be shocking due to the nature of what this weekend is. And guys like Richard Young and Olas Allen and Raul Aguilar, I mean, the, uh, the, the on three recruiting prediction machine says Alabama leads for all those kids. Kelby Collins, who's there unofficially this week, who is also going to make a trip to Florida soon and uh, watch the Gators there. Gators trying to, trying to backdoor us on Kelby Collins. Watch that. Yeah. I mean, I, we talked about that on a podcast the other day that uh, he had a, I know everybody when they go on a visit or when they, whatever, even a non-official, they put on the uniform and take a picture with all the background of the university and whatever. Collins looked like he was sort of digging Florida and, and Billy Napier is kicking butt. John Garcia talked about that a little bit too, that he's really targeted the state of Alabama and what a good year to do it. We keep harping on this, this particular year in the state of Alabama is absolutely unbelievable. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Bama. I want to thank everybody for joining us. And uh, please keep listening and keep subscribing. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Roll Tide.